Welcome to Shrimp Cocktail, a dish best served cold. A place where the shrimps discuss our lives, the real housewives, and the time that Peter K-holed in Jimbo's house. What up, Crustacean Nation? It is your bitch boy, Peter. Happy fire, forest fire season. AKA Pride Month. Woo! <laughs> I blame the gays. I was going to say it's part of the gay agenda. It's just like, you know, have a, a campfire with your boo and just leave it unattended and go home. This pussy is on fire. Ooh, she said it first. Oh, my God. Speaking of pussy on fire, we need to talk about Drag Race. Actually, the best episode ever. I was shocked by how good this episode was. It had me laughing. It had everything. It had me crying. It had me angry. I was like, all sh- mm-hmm. Shades of uh, what is it say like the grief cycle? Um, I was gonna say like all like colors in the pride rainbow flag. <laughs> okay, first of all, obviously we know it's gonna be a good episode because my girls Matt and Bowen are on the show, and if you know me at all, I am obsessed with them deeply. Matt, shout out, uh, liked my post. Uh, <laughs> on my story. I'm so sorry, I was mean to you last episode. It's been haunting me. <laughs> No worries. Um, no, this was like a really solid Snatch Game episode. Like, I was like actually lolling. Okay. Jimbo picking uh, Shirley Temple is fucking genius because like. Just- I had no idea how he could have like how he could take that role because I'm like, oh, okay. Like, what? that doesn't I- seem that funny. I don't know. I, I just was like, okay, so you're going to be like a weird little girl. But he embody that weird little girl he did such a good job immediately to me i knew like where he was going with it and i was like this is gonna yeah. be amazing being like oh it's easy like just like that stupid baby voice and jimbo just like taking the whole mannerisms to the next level and yeah everything was so on point and this there. is proof too that like he can dance because that tap dance was insane. Like, okay, my theory still holds up that, like, he is holding out for, like, the finale to, like, pull the best lip sync dance ever. Okay, well, it's holding true because I was following, like, some of the memes from last week. And everyone was shading him on not being able to pass a lip sync. And someone was saying in the comments, oh, yeah, it's all his strategy. It, like, they had, like, all yeah. these likes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, his Shirley Temple was insanely funny i thought that um i liked uh james manfield's uh jennifer coolidge but that's an easy one to do to be honest like i mean go I mean, with what you got like they and, and they kind of look alike yeah. they, and they physically look alike so it's an easy choice and also she's like in the zeitgeist right now like a lot so exactly and we needed and she, cool. and james was funny um i liked um heidi's black beard i thought that was funny that was so cringe. There was like a lot of cringe moments, which like made me feel proud of being a part of cringe culture. I'm like, look at everyone being cringe <laughs> out there. They could, I can do it too. What's his name? Uh, Candy was good because it was Candy was actually really Frida. funny. Uh, like uh, Renee Graziano. Oh, Renee. Okay, yeah. Um, that was that's like a good. Uh, that's a solid choice for a snatch game, and and good yeah, for Candy, like, Candy too. Candy did a good job at it. Like. The kind of scary mm-hmm. mobster. Vibe. And I hate freaking Alexis Michelle. Is that her name? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like she obviously did, did a good job, but she's like so up her ass that she like thinks she's that girl. And I'm like, oh, she needs to be taken down a peg. <laughs> Can we talk about Heidi's exit of the show? Oh, and yeah. I think it, was, it was all of Alexis Michelle's fault. Like, I really think this was so calculated. No, I don't think so because it does seem that way, but it, in Untucked, she uh, had threatened it before. So it was like a thing that was coming. Right. Okay. So she was like on the edge, like emotionally, yeah. but that uh, that doesn't undercut what I just said, where like Alexis knew yes, that it she does. was vulnerable. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. I, but I think that Heidi just like took that as the opportunity to be like, see ya. Maybe. Yeah, maybe like I, like when, when when the queens leave, I'm sure they've had like days and days and days to anticipate like when their exit will be. But okay, so, you know, essentially Heidi confided to Jimbo that Candy will eliminate Jimbo if given the chance, despite like alliances or whatever bullshit it is. Yeah. But like if, if Jimbo's in the bottom, Candy's going to vote for Jimbo because Jimbo's her biggest competition. And Same. so uh, Alexis knew this. It was so telling when 
Heidi was like, Alexis, you were there. You heard it. And she initially said yes. And then she backtracked and said no. That's yeah. because she was an opportunist because she knew that like, okay, Heidi's so like unmoored right now. She's super like, uh, like unstable. And she like feels like she's going to be villainized. Okay. I'm going to perpetuate it. I didn't read it that way, but I just saw like her trying to play both sides. And that's exactly why I don't like her. I don't like those people that are like come off as I'm the nice person. And then they like are shady, like whenever it's like convenient, like it just really bothers me. I don't even know if Alexis like sees herself as like the good person. I think she just has like such a laser focus on winning. And when she sees Heidi, who is legit competition, Mm -hmm. um, like struggling, she's like, I need to get in here. So if she's pleading to me, please clarify what I'm saying. And she's like, "Mm, actually, never mind. No, I don't remember that at all. Like it was very housewives. Yeah. But oh my god, Alexis Michelle's hair bothers me so much. I mean, not to shame bald people, but it's either she like shave it. you gotta fire. Yeah, I was gonna say you gotta fire it before it quits on you. Yeah, it's quitting on her. Like <laughs> yeah, I know, and it's like it's not like you could tell she's like only looks at herself in the mirror from straight on because all the camera angles from behind. I'm like, oh god, I can like see my reflection from the back of I her. I mean, head. like hair loss is something people can't control, and like it's like I don't either- know. I don't want to police it, but I don't. know. I know. I was saying, quit it. They were fired before it quits on you or like, you know, a little bit of paint back there. I love Jimbo's hair. It really suits his personality the way it's like the straight up like Bart Simpson, like yeah, Jimbo's hair is beautiful. Like it looks really good on him. Mm -hmm. It's like Um, very intentional looking. But yeah, that look was psychotic. That look was psychotic. I'm super sad Heidi's gone because I really thought she'd be in the final three. I know. And I wanted to see like some good competition and I wanted to hear humor and it's just going to like leave a bad taste in everyone's mouth and it's going to let down a bunch of her fans. It's like, I don't ever see yeah. it working out for girls. Well, when they have like younger fans and they quit on the show, but I can understand like when you put like your own mental health first, cause they're obviously just trying to break you that entire th- series. I can't imagine how difficult it is mentally to be on this show, but it's like you, you left during an all-star season. You're not coming back like Ooh, ever, ever. Yeah. Like this is this is like how you're ending this chapter. I mean, Adore did the same thing, and Adore is not really overly included in the discourse about Drag Race anymore. The Libra memes and how like Dela did it too. She like yeah, Bendela did it, and yeah, uh, Adore and now Heidi. I'm like, okay, there is a there's a theme here. They're just like weighing out the good and the bad, but yeah. Wait, so who was the li- the like the celebrity not celebrity lip sync the the guest star lip sync who was oh, yeah. it again? I can never remember her name. I don't remember. It she was like a younger girl, but she was a technically a lip sync assassin because she done, oh, done like 60. was she that like that really beautiful like trans girl? I think she might be. Um, yeah, um, she was. I don't younger. know. Yeah, she looks like she's like twenty four. Um, yeah, she killed it. What was the song? I forget. It was a good song too. I remember. Yeah, it, it was like she killed the lip sync. What did you think of Jimbo's look? It was like on the runway saying, or yeah. in the lip sync. On the uh, runway. What was the runway? Is it Adam and Eve? It was like the. Oh my god, thing. I loved it! It was yeah. so good. It's very it Uncanny was, Valley. Yeah, no, it like made me like feel like all these things at once. Like I was like astonished by the creativity. I was creeped out by it, like with the mask that uh, Jimbo was wearing on the back of her head. And um, yeah, it was like it was scary, but also like the the gag of like the snake coming out of the apple was really funny. Just yeah, Jimbo is on another level, like Vancouver Queen or Victoria. Victoria, yeah. Victoria, yeah. I went to his house once he has like a studio basically like lives in a studio and it's like the top floor of like a triplex and they were like just bought the top floor of the triplex next door um i guess that you could dox them because it's like an open (laughs) studio technically it's like near it's i won't say exactly where it is but it's in chinatown which is like pretty small in victoria but also really beautiful i think it's like canada's oldest chinatown but yeah it's like a whole workshop there like Warhol, like Andy's, like everyone, there's just like mannequins and like clowns everywhere. And, uh, it's exactly what you would think Jimbo's house would look like. Yeah, exactly. Uh, they always have parties there, like really good parties. And uh, Jimbo actually wasn't there that night, but um, I ended up like drinking a bunch and then did like a bump of like really strong K and I like puked <laughs> behind the bed and passed out. No! Did you leave it? 
No, I cleaned it up like the next morning, like as good as I could. But it's also one oh of those. Oh my god! Behind house... behind their bed, so no. the smell. There's like several beds in the house. It was like very very big, but it's also like one of those old like brothel houses. So it's just like once it gets in behind like an old house, like it's like impossible to like get, clean it up entirely. You know what I mean? Because it's all like dusty yeah. and gross, and like the wood is like absorbent. <laughs> That's landlord logic. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, but it's like literally when you have like those in you know in like lower Saint Laurent those apartments that are like old brothels where like the wood paneling is like really thin but there's like a bunch of them and there's like space like the Britney and me against the music video where there's like light shining through almost there. that does not sound good on K I know like it's... sensory issues I'd be like Bleh. like dressed up as Britney with like a chorus <laughs> and a fedora like being like the exorcist as uh Darren or Derek Barry as Britney <laughs> But I really don't think it was a big deal Um, because like everyone, everyone was just like partying around me. So it was like a safe space. What I was trying to say. I didn't feel like, yeah, I felt like I just like missed the party, which like sucked. But um, it reminds me of that time that you you redact this where you, I invited, (laughs) I got invited to like a party late at night by someone I didn't know. And she was like, don't invite anyone. And I brought you and you puked on her coffee table. Do I don't that? remember that at all. Yeah, you did. This yeah. is why I took so There was many... like 20 people in the room and we all watched you puke all over her coffee table and all over everyone's drinks. And That's so embarrassing. I'm glad I don't remember that. I am <laughs> glad you don't remember that either. That was really embarrassing because I had to clean it up because <gasps> I was apologizing because you were my friend. This was in college? No, this was like when you were still living in Montreal, like right, right, right before you moved to Vancouver. What? You don't remember this? This is crazy. This is like formative no. for me. Oh my god, that's I'm so sorry. No, it's, this is why I took like so many antidepressants so I couldn't remember things anymore. But <laughs> it's such a like a a lose lose because then when you do like consume drugs, then it makes it way worse and you get sick again. And okay, so we haven't even talked about the show, and yeah, we needed to blast through. But hopefully, I don't okay. know if that was really interesting. But there is one thing I need to talk about before, and that's Clone High. I watched four episodes of it, so I'm all caught up. Okay, I'm not caught up. I only watched episode one and two. Tell me everything, mm-hmm. like what your thoughts and feelings. Um, well, there's nothing like really like spoilers because it's not. It's more like episodic and less like continuous with the narrative. But obviously, there's like a thread going on with um, season to season. I'm um, just like my first comment is like, is this a kids show now? Do they like take out every little thing that could be controversial like, whatsoever? Well, episode like, so two sterile. is a bit better. Um, so sterilized. They took out because they invited like. Why did they take out Gandhi? I'm hoping it's, it was like a contractual thing where they couldn't get the voice or something, but they Cleo is like a new voice too. And she sounds less right. like, she sounds more Valley girl and less like Vixen. Like she used to be like more like sexy, like deep yeah, voice. And like I was like, attracted to Cleo. Yeah. <laughs> like she was so hot. I'm still, well, they kept a lot of the sex kind of like imagery in there, which I like, but the bulges could be bigger. I feel like JFK's bulge shrunk a bit. It was always like really jarring. I remember <laughs> do you think they actually you know like how like with um space jam when they redid it they made like the like lady bunnies <laughs> boobs smaller um is that like, oh like, yeah JFK? it's like, like is JFK a tuck- with his bulge <laughs> this is like a tucker carlson podcast all of a sudden <laughs> <laughs> why are we so attracted to the green m&m i know it's like they won't liberals won't stop until jfk's bulge is just completely smooth but one thing I bothered me with the new characters is the, sh- the design is just so over the top. It's like reminds me of like the Bratz dolls version of like the Barbies, where it's just like let's do the most like Gen Z thing and like throw over like every bell yeah. and whistle on top of the character, and it just doesn't really like align with the design of the other characters. They're much more simple. I don't disagree with that. Yeah, obviously they probably don't have the same animation team who uh, conceived this in two thousand. It's been well, hopefully you know, they updated it because I think it was only like, what is it, like 16-4 ratio or whatever. And now it's like widescreen. Yeah, yeah, true. Um, but yeah, so like you've watched all four episodes. What's your takeaway? Are you going to continue watching, do you think? Well, I still have like more. I don't know. I definitely will still keep continuing watching because I have hopes and I love the series. But I have more comments that I need to make. Um, first I was like, what did they sell this to? Like some sort of like children's network where they can't make jokes anymore. And apparently it's MTV. Yeah. It's MTV. So I'm like, go ahead. I can make jokes on MTV, but are they trying to be more woke nowadays? I don't know. 
Um, I don't even want to throw around the word woke because I feel like that like automatically becomes disparaging. I think it's like yeah. they're just like they're they're censoring themselves a bit like mm-hmm. it's a yeah or um you know just trying to appeal to every crowd and mm-hmm. like Clone High was an offensive show that was the point of it and maybe like this is a generational divide that like you and I have with like uh Gen Zers that like the offensiveness of clone high is what made it funny it's like south park or something it's, i don't know you family know? guy did i was gonna say exactly the south park but south park kind of doubled down with their humor but family guy did stepped away in a way that it was like gradual and like they stepped away from like the gay jokes and like things that were like they didn't need well, to be making as much some like, of the jokes just like don't actually function like i think with clone high it was about um highlighting our own biases you know that like oh we, yeah it's weird that's why like it reminds me of south park <laughs> but um because south park is about pointing fingers at everyone especially like the liberal kind of consciousness and they have the dolphin noise still every episode which is good <laughs> yeah i noticed that <laughs> butlertron has not said or butlertron has not said wesley the entire episode thing and i'm like so upset like what it's like writing for Butler Tron 101. Me and AJ were at the Botanical Gardens and there was one um, uh, garden dedicated to someone named Wesley. And I just went, Wesley. <laughs> <laughs> you left it next to your YM and your BM. <laughs> Wesley. Wesley. <laughs> and Nicole Sullivan, yeah, still doing Joan. But I think she might be doing like the new female Scudsworth character who I don't like with the lizards. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I don't really understand why that character is there yet. Like, yeah, me neither. I feel like they like I, kept they like doubled down with the gore. Like, there's a lot more gore. Yeah, like it's kind of disgusting. Violent. Like episode two, I was like, this is like a little going too far. Like, it's just making me uncomfortable. Yeah, but that's I have hope still. And but definitely feels a bit more sterilized than yeah. before. Nicole, can I recommend you a, a cartoon that I think you would really like? What? Mission Hill. I think we talked about it briefly. Did um, I write this down? I must have written it down. Because I was well, like, why okay. is it? No, it's it's old. It's like from okay. um like uh, 1999, 2000, but it's all available on YouTube now. Okay. And I think there's only one season, but like, okay, so I, I found out that um, so the two creators of Mission Hill were um the the head writers at The Simpsons who replaced Conan O'Brien. Oh, okay. So when Conan left, these guys took on his role and then they left to make Mission Hill. So it has like a very Simpsons kind of flow like to it. Like old Simpsons. But, but it's like Daria. It's like Daria oh. meets the Simpsons. Nice. It's, so it's uh, really, really funny. And um, like the animation style is superb. Like whoever they got to in charge of doing the animation, it like the the universe that they created with these characters it like looks so beautiful it's like very um comic booky like the saturation everything's like neon and muted at the same time and um yeah i guess i the main character on the show they loosely based on matt graining who was the creator of the simpsons oh really so it was like almost like if matt graining's life did not turn out well that that's who the main character is if he was still a struggling cartoonist oh okay yeah um but yeah i i really enjoy the show like i watched it when i was in high school oh really and i yeah it was teletoon it was on teletoon okay which i think probably got a lot of their shows from cartoon network yeah because we didn't really get cartoon network like all like the like alternative stuff yeah like naked or they had like a teletoon night later on i remember yeah this this was like like there's swearing there's sex it's like it's like for adults but also um this show is the first time ever on a tv show that there was a like a gay kiss ever on tv which is cool should we protest should we protest it (laughs) (laughs) start writing like what are those like petitions online or whatever they're called the band mission hill on youtube (laughs) Uh, one more thing we have to talk about is you're coming to Vancouver. Yeah. <laughs> I'm doing the thing. I'm coming to visit you. That's so exciting. I just found yeah. out like on Thursday or Friday of last week. AJ and I were like, let's like just be spontaneous. Let's do something fun. 
And Vancouver just seemed like the obvious choice, Mm -hmm. you know, that we get to see our friends. We get to um, go to the West Coast. It's it looks different. (laughs) Yeah, it's very different around here. I'm excited to see it through your eyes. It's my favorite part of like showing people around is to like be like, oh, look at this. Like, I feel like you'll just walk by so many ramen places that are like, I want to try that. I want to try that because it's just like, like, I wish I was there for like two weeks because then I could like really be like um liberal with my choices but um exactly it's aj's birthday weekend so he's choosing all the places we go Mm -hmm. and he's very specifically he wants to hit up chinese szechuan he wants dim sum he wants korean barbecue he wants i know where the good dim sum is in chinatown it's like in a mall like it's upstairs and it's like in this big like you know when they have those like circle tables and it's like enormous like Yo, the- i think i saw that like yeah. I, in my research that that like chinatown looks fun in general but uh, it's really yeah, sad would- here actually because it's like adjacent to the downtown east side and a lot of it's like going under right now because of like prices of everything and like racism and whatever but they're trying yeah. to do a lot of like revitalization even though i'm like they're like oh they donated like 1.2 million to like an arch project and like you know how much it costs to build two toilets in the downtown east side one more thing. Did you want to go to the Richmond Night Market? I don't know. Maybe. Okay. It's kind of overrated. It's just like has a bunch of like crazy foods, but I think it's on the weekends. Um, and then another thing is that like, you'll be surprised how like close everything is in Vancouver. You won't need to like Uber much. It's pretty walkable. Like the downtown core is like literally like two kilometers squared, like five kilometers squared or something. It's crazy. Right. That's why it's super like, it's not, it's the second most densely populated area in North America after New York. Wow. Yes. Um, let's get into it. Let's get into it. The second reunion. And it is allegation full. And not a lot happens. <laughs> not a lot happens. But we see some familiar faces. When the moon hits your eye like a big pizza pie, that's more Finally, Andy reminds Teresa why she went to jail and who sent her to jail. I, I, she is so frustrating. I can't like, it is so hard to deal with her. She is like, so in like impenetrable, you know, like that, like you, it doesn't matter what you say, what you do. She is so committed to her own version of reality that whenever she's actually called out her immediate thing is just to like um put like throw it back at you be like well you did that to me too so but it's like okay so you are like implicating yourself in doing shady behavior well she has like very selective hearing where she suddenly hears like a comment but interprets it interprets it as like about her body or something and then goes for like the low blow to march about her body or something it's like no i wasn't talking about your stumpy body i was talking about your stumpy fans bitch yeah exactly like she well she's a very very unintelligent person and that also is frustrating because she has like a lot of platform and like gravitas to her i know because she just like it's like that's not what we were talking about it reminds me of like a drunk heckler like at a comedy show and it's just yeah, like yeah like, she has you, like drunk energy i was like are you part of this conversation now like where did who's chiming in now but since she's like in the middle like the camera's always gonna like cut to her so it's just like it's like andy was like literally me. like that's not what i'm talking about right now <laughs> sorry yeah no he, like he you can tell he's at his wits end with her <laughs> um but like a part of me like i almost want to rewatch it just to like have a tracker of the amount of times where she like gets like um called out or criticism for something and her go-to is just to like say what you said to her back be like well you did the exact same thing to me too and it's like okay so you're confirming it though exactly (laughs) you did do this especially like okay so i feel like we'll come into a better example as we go on but what were you yeah right we have maybe have to go through like um the like markers the episode but like with the louis of it all like that 
whenever he his like fucked up behavior was called out this episode, she would just like look and she's like, hmm, well, you did the same thing to me. And it's like, okay, so you're not denying that like he is like acting like a fucking psychopath to your friends. Friends. Yeah. He had like uh his name was mentioned a lot this episode. Uh the Teresa and Melissa split screen split screen was giving Hasselback and Rosie back on the day of the view. Oh my god, so true. Who is who? <laughs> That's a good question, actually. I feel like Melissa's more like the Hasselback and Teresa's more the Rosie. Oh, I don't know. Because it's like you have to separate it from their values. Well, it depends how you interpret it, I guess, because I think of like, because Rosie was the anchor of the show at the time, and that's how I see Teresa as like the anchor of the show, and Melissa's kind of like yeah. the earnest, yeah. like victim all the time. You know what I mean? Right. But yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to like wait like their political views because that's like or anything like that because it's just wild um so we start off the episode though with like the allegation that it was melissa and joe that sent Teresa and joji dice to prison even like when they like when Teresa was challenged on it she like was backing down in a weird way like her only proof was like well you hung out with the oh, informant yeah. and it's like and Melissa's like, I don't know who he is, which like may be true or may be false. I don't know. But it's like, that's not evidence <laughs> that would hold up in court. Teresa should know a few things about court. She seems to remember a lot for someone who doesn't have object. Who doesn't have object permanence. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she, she can memorize sounds. <laughs> it's like teaching like a parrot. <laughs> mm-hmm. Who was it that got lipo and Dolores was like super excited about it? Oh. Oh, who was it? It was a guy. It was I think. a wait, what? I'm like blanking. Who Joe did Fupa? It? Yeah. Fupa. Fupa. He got oh lipo. Which is like, that's fucked up. Did he? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Every time I see him now, I like think about how his body is like shaved from head to toe. And I'm like, Ooh. oh. <laughs> um. Just like slipping around like like a big uh, <laughs> old wet seal i was thinking that but i'm like can't say things about people's bodies but i wonder if he shaves no, his ass i'm not actually like commenting on his body i don't even know what his body looks like i only know what his face looks like because that's all like my bot my image of him is well, like we, saw, we saw him getting like face. his chest he's just a normal looking person i just can't stop thinking of him naked and hairless every time i see him now and then it's disturbing um, hairless from yeah here now. yeah exactly the gibraltar straight <laughs> <laughs> who were they saying had a finsta called Bravo rachel Lover? did, uh, did i really? mentioned yeah, I, they... I mentioned this like mm-hmm. like 10 episodes ago like what we did that like oh, it was yeah. rumored that she had a finsta account um called was it bravo, bravo lover, lover one, one two, two three four how did they take that handle because i was trying to get that exact handle for years <laughs> i think she's an og seems uh, like it was like generated by ai it's like the worst handle but then later on there was a question from bravo, bravo baby one two three four and i'm like is that? The oh my god i thought it was the same handle? person and it was like also a question directed at rachel so i'm like uh, well, uh, uh, Rachel, Bravo Baby, one, two, three, four says, Why are you so hot? Why when is your nose <laughs> so nice? When did you first know you were hot? <laughs> <laughs> okay. We find out, though, that like Rachel's uh, son's mother was contacted by a Louis affiliate. That's like the beginning of the Louis of it all, of this Bo episode. Bodita of it all. The Bodiddle of it all. Yeah. So, like, I don't, like, for all we know, that's not true because I don't know how credible anyone is. Like, uh, it seems like um, Aiden's mom is in prison. Mm-hmm. She's being contacted by blogs and, like, is, I don't know. How? Don't but know. Through the mail? They made it seem did. like she was uncon- uncontactable, but then she's been, like, in the same place, like, not been able to, like, leave. So pretty sure she was contactable. You know what I mean? When they were like, we'll see if we can contact the mother. But it's like, well, she might getting... have been in prison at that point. Okay. Like, that's what I'm wondering. Yeah. Like, I, I guess, like, I don't know anything about this woman. I feel like it's almost like I don't want to research her. Exactly. 
Um, I didn't even put much in my notes about her because I was like, well, prison, that's yeah. just like a dark place we don't want to go to. But yeah, like I feel bad for um, everyone yeah. involved. I feel bad for Aiden, especially. He seems like a nice boy. Okay, so like another, I guess this is one of the Teresa-isms that we were trying to get out. And it's like, it's like you could never hire a PI. It's like, yeah, because you don't have the money. And it's like, what? It's like, so you admit you hired a PI and it's just okay, like, this is you just a good e- for like example. Yes. Then you just like, this is like it. the dig of like, oh, you don't have the money. And it's like, what? You were like, first of all, you're not even engaging in the conversation that we're talking about right now. And it's like, that's where your mind goes to is like, oh, you were poor. Like, is that what it's like? But her brain is like so also rotten. implicating herself saying exactly that, like, I had the money <laughs> to to hire Bo because his like, fees are really expensive. <laughs> it's like a brag now all of a sudden. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. She looks so fucking guilty. The namaste conversation was so frustrating. Weird. Namaste, my asshole. Like. Shove it up your ass. It's like, I, I honestly don't know if they know what namaste means or what it, like, like, they were treating it like namaste was like a physical thing. <laughs> we, I think it means hello or goodbye or like, oh, wait, like peace be with you or, or peace be like with that. you or something. But, but... like, the, the way they were using it, they were like, you're like, well, I got namaste with me right here. Do you want to hear from it? Like, it, you know, I have, I have receipts from namaste. V and Mahawani have this like ongoing inside joke from it might have been like grade nine and we had like a social studies unit that was on India and one of the answers was like what is like hello and goodbye in like India or like Hindu or whatever and the answer was like namaste and this like kind of like know-it-all kid he like yells out namaste So we like say namaste to each other all the time. Namaste. Namaste. Like that. That is so Teresa coded. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Did you see that video of her where she was like, you cook the chickens? She couldn't even say like one word right. She was like, you saute oh, yeah. the chicken. She called it like an oven a hoven. <laughs> saute the chicken in the hoven. Like what? <laughs> Poor woman needs therapy. <laughs> I don't even I think she's beyond treatment. Oh, it's true. Um, so the nice Jewish girls arrive. Uh Jen Fessler has a new face and she Je- has new teeth. Jen new face Fessler. Yeah. Um, and also Jackie looked plumped, I would say. Jackie looked really good. Like, like uh, this is the best she's ever looked. She looked like so like vivacious, like sexy. Mm. And it's interesting they like uh confronted Jackie about leaving the show in like a time that was like really dark for her. And I was glad to see that she took it as a good thing because I was sad that they kind of dumped her at like her lowest. I was like, why would you do that? Well, the way she framed it, I'm I'm sure this probably is true is that she declined to continue on in the show because of like her recovery and stuff like that. Like, I mean, for all, you know, they just did not invite her back and maybe that, did not contribute to her recovery Mm -hmm. but i think um she she put a spotlight on herself and at her most vulnerable like being it's almost like being an addict or something like you have to be accountable it's like you know like when luann on new york like when she took a break it was for similar things it's because like oh it's true when when the whole world knows what's going on that's a really vulnerable place to be in. exactly because it's not just like you dealing with it it's like it's not just everyone else dealing with it yeah yeah that people have opinions now and um yeah so what jackie did in that time is that she wrote a memoir and she is just like continually working on herself like using therapy and stuff and she just i mean physically looks better but that doesn't always mean it's a marker for any kind of anything but she looks happy she looks good like yeah like she was radiating some sort of confidence that i don't think she always had what would be the name of your memoir be I don't know. Memoirs of a gay slut. We'll have Memoirs to of a... The I Becky book. The Becky Diaries. <laughs> the Arma Becky. The Becky Chronicles. The, the Becky Bible. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one. Uh, Jen Fessler comes every time she takes the Gandolfini exit. <laughs> she said she cries. I'm like, okay. Um, <laughs> uh, here we go. Just like veers <laughs> off into like the railing. Cheryl, the car like leaves Every a snail trail. Every time. 
<laughs> there's like an oil slick. It's like Mario Kart. <laughs> um, side note, have you been keeping up with Atlanta? Uh, yeah. Wait. Uh, wait. I oh, no, I think I have. No, I have. I have one episode to catch up. Okay. On. Well, this was on the one before, so you're good. The scene where Kenya Moore they admits that she eats ass. <laughs> yeah. I was dying. I loved it. It was so good. No, every time we're on like a sprinter van, I'm like, who eats ass? Raise your hand. <laughs> Me, anytime I'm on like the STM bus. <laughs> Attention. Qui mange? A tout nos voyageurs. Qui nous mange? Qui le prochain station? Notre coup. I just realized that like butt is in French is fesse. Oh, fest, yeah. I was thinking Fessler. cool, like tail. Um, Fessler. <laughs> she eats Gandalfini's ass, for sure. She probably did. And I love that for her. Who else eats ass on the cast besides Andy? Oh, God, no one. Probably if not. If Dolo did, we would never know. Marge. Oh, I think, like, I think Marge would, yeah. Yeah. Eats Joe's ass on while they drive. <laughs> while he's driving. <laughs> <laughs> Sitting on his you have to like be doggy and driving like that. Do you have to be in the back seat? He's like up like this, just like I was thinking, or his legs up, and she's doing the pedals. She's like, okay, a little more gas. No gas, not. I said gas, not teeth. Break, break. Slower, slower. No, not slower there. Slower here. Okay. Oh my god! Totally. Can't. Oh my god, yeah, the teeth in this season are like giving me like the veneers of it all. Oh my god. It's like that wind up chattering teeth toy. Like they put it I, in I, your I, mouth. I, I, yeah. It's skeleton teeth. Yeah. Like Blaise Skelet from that pineapple show. Hello Francais. <laughs> <laughs> the Canadian snow. Mm-hmm. They like, what do they say? Jet when Jackie replied. You know, just a few Guinnesses will get me there. I was like, yeah. that's the understatement of the night. Every time Jackie sees a Guinness, she's like dripping. <laughs> she won't give head, but she will do everything else. They like literally had to show like her contractually obligated Guinness cum shot, which is like slow reverse. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like it's like literally like sports where we have to like watch this like a million times. This I know goal. Goals. <laughs> this gullet. Instant replay. We have to talk about Jackie for Poet Laureate of America. Oh, yeah. I liked her limerick. I thought it was funny. Did she come up with that on the spot? She must have, like... No, no, she wrote it, definitely. Oh, okay. Like, she, like... It was she. It seemed like recited like from memory, um, but, like, calling uh, Andy daddy, I'm like, okay, you should come back on the show. Mm-hmm. And he's branding himself it. as that right now because he is technically a daddy of two, and his book is called The Daddy Diaries. Yeah, I think Andy is actually like positing himself in a really interesting place where like he is not only like um, a father figure to two like literal kids, but he is that for like a cast of I don't know how many housewives are there currently. It's probably like fifty of them. A million. And, Look under uh, your chair million. right now. <laughs> there's a housewife for everyone you get a housewife um not louis being obsessed with channing tanning tanning or ch- ch- channing channing bob channing chapham tim toms yeah that was his- <laughs> that's like my knockoff uh performance of magic mike <laughs> um, that is like so the equivalent though of like when your mom doesn't know the name of an actor oh my mom she... for sure she calls justin timberlake jason timberflake <laughs> <laughs> my mom like she she's not so bad with that but she does call like things like with their own pronunciations like like Chipotle, she calls it Chipotle. What? There was like literally a meme that was like, "No, really? Makeup. Yeah, it was like, 
no way. This is what society would look like if boomers could pronounce Chipotle. And they went around. Chipotle. And they went around. They're like, Chipotle? Like, Chipotle. Yeah, I know. She didn't even go to Chipotle. But like, there's been like, I, I remember this one time she tried to say Arancini to me and it was crazy. Oh, yeah. My mom calls like, she has so many words for things that some, like, it's surprising that I even know how to speak English. Like, Asiago cheese is like a Ziggio. <laughs> Did she call the Parmesan like Parma Misen or something? I don't know. She probably would spell it that way. But I was thinking, like, there's a bunch of other things. Like, Panatin cream is like Pantene, or I don't know. It's like surprising that I know how to like call things their actual names because I didn't even know that the word was kindling. I thought it was just kindling until like, oh, two, until like two years ago. <laughs> that's cute though that seems like so like, um k-i-n-l-i-n kinlin like i like a very understandable mistranslation yeah. okay what was jen fessler hiding from andy she was like would you rather me hide it andy what do you want the real housewives to hide things wait no you're thinking of um, oh jen Renee. sorry okay I well i guess and i wrote that down in my notes being like that is actually a good take on it yeah is that, you want like, me to be robin bitch exactly that like um like this is their job you know their job is to bring stuff to the camera mm-hmm. and so like when she told danielle in confidence in ireland that there was a cheating rumor about melissa that's what she was implying that she was like well what do you want me to do not say it yeah like this is happening in our circle or like this is just something that like is fodder for the show Gets well, gets viewers more evidence why Olivia Senior is the perfect housewife and bridesmaid. Yeah, no, she was annoying this episode because she does that thing that I hate, where you just repeat a word over and yeah, over exactly. again when someone's like trying to make a point. You just be like, you know, I, I don't even know how she was. It doing might be it. in my notes it, somewhere, but it was a few times she did that. Yeah, and I'm like, okay, that's just like that implies that you're fucking stupid. The boys. I love that there's like two dressing rooms for the boys because Louis and Joe now. can't be in the same can't room. And it's like giving skin the ball where it's like 500 feet away. Joe Judice. So yeah. Like, or like, <laughs> like Gorga. Sorry. The, the, the boys tr- like uh, trailers or whatever were interesting because it was like, it was Joe Gorga, Frank Sr., John Fuda, and um, Joe, like March's Joe. And then in the other trailer was like Louis and Nate and Bill Aiden. Um, I put down that they were starting to get rowdy backstage. It was like a harmony current film where they start like fighting with like a folding chair and like kick his ass. Okay, well, like Louis not wearing a shirt for like ninety five percent of this episode was giving like a harmony current. Exactly, it was giving like gummo or like (laughs) it is gummo. (laughs) Like it was a bunny year, so we have gummo. Exactly. But Joe is looking hot with his little backwards hat. It was like, oh, you look so fresh, little bitch boy. Joe Gorga? Yeah. 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 He well, he just looks like good. Like, I, I've always been attracted to him. Mm-hmm. I said, I want to be the biggest. Like Teresa is. <laughs> yeah. The fact that they said that there was a master bitch boy implies that there's a slave bitch boy. <laughs> and that's who I want to be. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, or like Mr. Slave on South Park. Yeah. <laughs> um, we have to talk about, though, like, I think this is a big theme of this episode is like whether Danielle was being played by Teresa and Jen Aiden about like um, delivering kind of the news to. Um, what do you think? I never really saw oh, that. But what we know is that especially the way Jen Aiden delivered this news to Danielle is that like this is like hot off the press thing like that we think you know, Melissa's mm-hmm. cheating on Joe. And they it had already been squashed. Like this happened off off the filming circuit mm-hmm. whatever. That would explain Jen being so ham when she found out that Danielle was gonna tell her. And then because Jen was like, oh, no, you're not. No, don't yeah. do it. Stop. Well, because like Jen didn't know actually how it would like affect mm-hmm. her at that point. So that's the thing is that like this was like a like a real rumor that surfaced when they weren't filming and that Teresa and Jen were trying to ensure that it would resurface while they were filming. So they treated it like a rumor that had like not been squashed. 
And so Danielle being like, oh my God, I'm, I can't even sleep at night knowing this. It's crazy. She wakes up in a cold sweat, like water. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, she was played. And like, even though like when Andy tried to break it down to her being like, this is actually the timeline. Do you not feel played? And she was like, no. And then like, we see like a cut to next episode it's like um, just like a shot of Danielle's dressing room. And she was like, I was prayed. <laughs> and she's like <laughs> fully like a mannequin now, like tied up <laughs> strings. Someone has their hand up her ass. Yeah. <laughs> Not with her ass. Oh, my God. There was a lot of like analingus going on in this episode, like fingers <laughs> going up asses and stuff like that. Yeah, like- <laughs> there was like uh, some. I think Bravo's like into like ass play now. Mm hmm. Marge just shows up driving a or no Joe Marge's Joe shows up driving a sprinter van with his ass being ate by Marge. I would love that for them. It's in their contract. It's in their rider. (laughs) Andy like doesn't have volume control anymore. He's like whispering some words and screaming some words. Remember when Teresa like pushed him in one reunion? I think it was uh, season two or three. Yeah, she did that. You can like feel that tension coming on because he definitely confronted Louis about. He's like, I don't want to get hurt. I'm right in the fire of everything. I'm a dad now. Oh, yeah. He kept like asking everyone, like, stay in your seats. Like, do not like um, do anything. That was so funny during COVID when they like had to be like 40 meters away from each other during filming. And then they would like get up from their seats and everyone would be like, that was camp. Like to like Ramona or whatever, like just I like, couldn't understand the concept of like sitting down. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I saw today like on Ramona's Instagram that um because of like the heavy smoke like forest fires in New York, she has like a uh, like IBS. paper towel over her mouth, <laughs> toilet paper. It's like she brown. won't even wear a mask. It's just this paper towel. She was like, like stay safe. What the fuck? Oh, because it's like masks are like too political now. Like it's so strange. Yeah, well, because she's so like right wing pilled. Mm-hmm. Right wing pilled. Jen, I love that she's going to the pool house late at night with Bill. She's definitely smoking blunts in there. Yeah, she's like, I didn't realize that we could smoke weed together. <laughs> Olivia's old like, enough to run the house. <laughs> she's the youngest. <laughs> I would um, put her in charge, though. I think she has it in her. She would, like, mm-hmm. run that house like the Navy. Mm-hmm. Like Coco Chateau. What did you think about, like, the justification for, like, Bill's pool house thing? What was like, it? He's tired at the end of the day? Well, that Jen said that, like, his heat, like, it just gets, like, at his utmost with, like, human interaction that he needs a break from, like, being around people and, like... So he's Spectrum. <laughs> maybe. Uh, I mean, like, I think everyone can relate to that to some degree, especially like as like a doctor, it's like high stakes. Like these are people's lives in your hands that you are like six times a day dealing with someone's life. So I understand, I I, I fully totally bought into it. Like I get like why he needs like an actual break from like chatter and just needs to like be like centering himself like apart from everyone. But then it, it, it does appear as selfish because Jen doesn't get that option. Exactly. I was thinking of that scene because uh, <laughs> we're going to the aquarium, hopefully, this weekend. Me and you. What's that scene where they take an edible on Family Guy and go to the aquarium? And, my, <laughs> and Lilith is like, Peter, I'm scared. And Peter's like, Shh, don't ruin this for me. <laughs> It'll be us. It'll be me the whole time. You don't even need to take an edible. I think I did take an edible the one time I went to the aquarium, but you don't even need to take an edible. It's already like freaking enough. Yeah, it's one of those. It's more like dark in there, kind of, where it's like a lot of like glowing jellyfish vibes. I wouldn't take an edible regardless. That's like <laughs> yeah, not like what I need on vacation. I want to like be more like sober about it. But you like have a panic attack by the like sea otters. <laughs> I could totally do that. Yeah, like I don't need that in my life. I like throw up on the coffee table. <laughs> you it's can like, show me a thing or two. Where does he keep getting these? <laughs> <laughs> I give everyone a pot puss. <laughs> I want to know what this product is. 
Yeah, I wonder if it does anything like. Yeah, no, like March, like you know, release the. Don't mm-hmm. guess, don't, uh, don't gatekeep. I mean, mm-hmm. Jen was saying that March has old lady energy, and that's totally me right now. Like, <laughs> old lady energy. I, I, I hated that comment. I thought that was so stupid. Like, oh yeah, no, it she dumb. doesn't. Like, she doesn't have old lady energy. There's nothing about her that's old lady. She's no, like she's like a like she's like a theater. She's a vivacious energy. woman. Like. Mm-hmm. Marge doesn't drink, and I don't know if that's what she was implying. Because, oh, really? like, yeah, she well, she she can't drink because I think oh, like Marge is like from the beginning she never drinks because she has to like have an arsenal of things to use at all times. Well, that could also be the case too. But I wanted to but... say that lately I've been walking around like a grade school teacher with a fat ass that they have to drag around where they're just like <laughs> it's just like the biggest like dumpy and you ever had seen in your life. But I walk like literally with my ass out. It's like lumbar lordosis or something. And I have to like Welcome go up to a the hill. Club. <laughs> Marge is always giving that like Kristen Wig angry face to Teresa. She just like <laughs> I don't know which like sketch it is, but it's if you just like Google Kristen Wig angry, it's right looks exactly like Marge every reunion. Yeah. Um, I wrote we can start calling John Fupa. John, smooth John, and I'm like, oh no, that's my dad's name. <laughs> smooth John, because his body's shaved. He shaves his body. John, food. Oh, you're talking about this earlier, not my dad. No, you, no. Okay, oh. I thought you meant your dad. I was just okay. I just like said all the joke like too fast. Sorry. It's Sorry, about timing. Like, my mind was like spinning, thinking your dad no. shaved his whole body. My dad is naturally hairless. <laughs> It's true. Uh, it's true. Oh no. Um, so, what was his drama with like calling someone's kids, like Dan or March's kids at school? Is Mar- okay. No, March has like a son who works like in like a an office. Oh, okay. And Louis called him and spoke to him and threatened him. I can just see and- like Teresa egging on Louis to do it, like behind his back. Or, or just like Teresa not understanding, like I think like what Teresa has is like she doesn't understand like the weight of anything, you know? That like she's so reactive that like if Lou is like, I'm just gonna fucking call up Marta's kid, she's like, Yeah, do it. And yeah. She likes to like, put the men in charge. But she but... she really did not deny it the whole time. Like when if you like, I know it was another one of those things where she was like her, you her visuals. like when i was yeah like, and it's like so you admit it you called people and threatened them. yeah exactly or that like <laughs> you know that your husband was like antagonizing mm-hmm. like the 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 extended family of cast members and she was just like she was going like mm-hmm. expression and it's like okay no you you've been caught and that marge bought receipts and that like they were using that like the hack like kind of thing well, yeah, I was going to say, because the hack is real right now, we're basically... I, I know, yeah, it is. An, it's an app where people have been, like, you can get a, an app on your phone, and you can call, like, two people, and they, like, call each other. So they pick up, and it's like, you called me, you called me. So they've been doing that with, like, a lot of celebrities right now. Yeah, and Andy has said that, like, that's happened to him. Marge was saying, like, in the instance of, like, um, what the phone call her son received that it was um like there was a conversation where it was like a man threatening him and it's like that's not like these hacks that is louis i know i think it's something basically what happened was like <laughs> they're like teresa you're calling people or like louis calling people and threatening them she's like oh it was just a prank it's like okay so you're admitting that they're calling people and threatening them so it's like pranking doesn't make it any better it's like you're crank anchors now. Well, the whole thing is like, well, like you did it to me first. Yeah, exactly. The word you were looking for, where Jen kept on saying it over and over again, was belittle, and I'm like, it sounds so much like bo-lit-deedle. bo-deedle. <laughs> Oh my god, totally. Mm-hmm. And then they had to say goodbye to like Jackie and Jen, and they like literally didn't get a word in. I felt bad because I want to see more Jen. This is like a good time to bring this up. Um, do you know like how Louis in the news as of today? Something about old hag Nancy? I don't know. <laughs> okay, no. So um, page six is ha- covering it. Um, so Louis was married previously, right? Okay. Um, his his 
past or his like ex-wife or whatever, she um filed a restraining order against Louie because Ugh. she is like she's a therapist and she had a patient come into her office and after a few sessions realized that like this person was, was there trying to, to find out information about her. <gasps> yeah. Oh and my God. So when she picked up on that, she um I think hired a PI. And the PI said that like this woman was using a false name. Oh no. Okay. What, what it wasn't even that it was because this, this patient did not pay for their sessions or for a session. And so like you have to do follow up, like, you know, it's like a few hundred dollars. You have to like get to the bottom of it. This woman was using a false name and um that like it all links back to bode eagle and it's like ter- they call and it's like Teresa's phone rings They're like oh, hello <laughs> hello <laughs> come in <laughs> it's like that uh that like a vine of like the person having water on their face like hello oh my god <laughs> that's such an old one she's like hello she no, looks it's like it's like hello <laughs> no but she's more of like a question i feel she's like hello hello <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyways okay so like that, that as of today that's like in the news is that like his that um, makes me his, angry because his ex-wife is coming clean just being like that he was using this pi thing to stalk me and pretend to be a patient of mine that makes me angry because yeah i don't fuck with doctors and like their practice like no matter what even though like uh, there's so many like levels of like the insanity but what makes me like frustrated is that like this woman is like trying to like help people and you're like wasting your fucking time for your right yeah that she this person is taking up like a spot that like a actual like Mm -hmm. worthy patient could be uh, using that's the most insane story i've ever heard it seems consistent with him it really does. It does. And that's like why he has all that like therapy language because he was married to a therapist or something. And his mom's a therapist. Ugh. Toxic. He needs to go on to like Vanderpump rules or something and be like with one of the toxic men over there. Yeah. Like, yeah. He just starts, he should be like a bar back. <laughs> like, <laughs> want to see it's him. Sir. Just, yeah, exactly. It's sir um okay is there anything else that you wanted to discuss about that episode um okay not really i think like it it ends on a bit of a cliffhanger like like when the when the husbands arrive and like assemble themselves we just know that like um it's going to be a grilling of louis good well good thing that andy was like stay in your chair he's (laughs) I feel like there was one point that like Danielle chimed in when Jen Fessler was there and I was like, she's still here. Like I thought Andy like got rid of her like by pressing a button. <laughs> she like falls through the floor. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Teresa gets to say disgusting in the previews and I was like, disgusting! And she like slams the door. <laughs> Teresa like storms off, which we, you know what that means. That she has been Costed. Oh yeah, be- like, exactly. Like cornered, like a like an animal, you know. Exactly, because that's exactly what she loves to do whenever she's caught. Is just like runs away. It's like, yeah, this is the Titanic, and you can't escape, <laughs> Teresa. <laughs> you created this. You and your husband drove the Titanic into the iceberg, and now you're trying to not go down with the ship. My only question for you, as like a viewer and like a lover of the show, is Dude. if you had to choose between um, <laughs> Melissa and Joe staying or Teresa and Louis staying, who would you choose? I thought you were going to say, "Do you eat ass?" Um. <laughs> <laughs> I know the answer. To that. <laughs> we all know the answer to that. Um, that's a really good question. I'm yeah. going to say neither, and I want a whole new cast, and I'm over all of the girls. I don't Except disagree for, with that at like, all. Yeah. I want like put Jen Fessler, Mazzy, and Kazzy. I want them to be the main hot seats on either side of Andy and have them argue with each other over like some bullshit about a wedding. And I want Danielle Stop. <laughs> and I want yeah, exactly. Kim D and Kim G back. Kim D, definitely. And get a Manzo in there. We're the Manzos. Yeah, Ro- cousin Rosie in there. Okay, Rosie in there. Get uh Kathy back. Yeah. Kathy Wakili. What was her husband's name? Like Joe too? Ricky. Ricky. Or yeah. R- Rich- Richie? Richie? Mm-hmm. I want like Olivia, Olivia to be like moderator. <laughs> <laughs> She's like just like cheaping things the whole time. Just hitting out darts. 
Um, okay, well, that's our episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. We know you have many podcasts to choose from, and we thank you for flying with Shrimp Cocktail. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Love you. Goodbye. See you soon. See you in Vancouver. Shrimp Cocktail Podcast is created, produced, and edited by Becky P. and Peter B. Find us on social media at Shrimp Cocktail Podcast and on Twitter at Shrimp Podcast. Special thanks goes out to Catherine for our cover art at Kane Pat, and our theme song is done by AJ at Grief Jerky. Please catfish us at shrimpcocktailpodcast at gmail.com and we would love to hear from you. Don't forget to rate, review, and follow us wherever you get your podcasts. If you love Shrimp Cocktail, be sure to follow us on Patreon for exclusive episodes and more. Bye.